today is a friend of mine, Clay Clark, a businessman, entrepreneur, and the host of the Reawaken America Tour that has taken the country by storm. Clay, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, April, for lowering your standards and allowing me to be here with you. I appreciate you very much. <laughs> well, it's a it's an honor to have you. We you always have the latest information. I know we've had you on my show many times before, uh, but we're in serious times this week. As we meet, we've got Trump and fa facing his indictment, and we also have some things to talk about with the plans that the Federal Reserve has for America and what our federal government has planned. So let's first talk about the the Trump indictment. What can you tell us? Yeah about what you think um, will happen from this. Well, uh, let me say this. Uh, I know this doesn't make it for a great uh, visual sometimes, but to my right, I've got some notes here from the former U.S. Attorney uh, General Matt Whitaker. I just interviewed Matt Whitaker this morning, and he just gave me kind of five big updates that I think your listeners should know, so I'm just going to kind of read these to you. Um, first off here is it looks as though President Trump will be charged with 34, uh, 34 counts maybe as high as 36 or 37 counts. So um, not being charged with one count or two counts or 10 counts, but 30 plus counts. So that's a fact. Um, second thing is it looks as though the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who has made it his mission to go after President Trump, he has um, downgraded 52% of felonies in New York in his district to misdemeanors. So this is a man who whenever there is a serious crime, he has a history of downgrading it from a felony to a misdemeanor over half the time. Right. Yet he's decided to take um, what appears to be uh, business related issues that he has with President Trump. And he's trying to make that a bigger issue. So you can kind of see the, the political nature of this. Third update is Michael Cohen is the lead, uh, kind of a lead witness here. You know, the whole case is based upon Michael Cohen. And so if you look up Michael Cohen, you'll see that Michael Cohen may not be the most credible witness on the planet. Um, the next right. is uh, Stormy Daniels is a key witness here. Well, what what's what is I don't I mean, didn't she write the letter, Clay, that said that all of this never happened? I mean, I saw a letter, a statement that she had written. Was that was that valid? Well, Michael Avenatti, Michael Avenatti is an attorney that uh, was heavily, and if, if anyone just kind of looks up these names, I just want to give you the kind of the characters today, but oh, yeah. Michael Avenatti, who was connected to her, um, things did not go well for him based upon the fact that Michael Avenatti was uh, found guilty of, um, anyway, all I can say is that you have Michael Cohen, not a very credible individual. Michael Avenatti, again, connected to this situation, not a very credible individual. Um, you have Stormy Daniels. Uh, maybe somebody thinks she's credible. but um, And then you have the actual, you know, the actual attorney general or the actual attorney who's bringing this forward, the, the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg. He has shown a, a career, um, uh, he has a reputation of downgrading 52% of the felonies to misdemeanors. And now he's shown that he wants to upgrade these 34 counts in a way to make it to make President Trump basically ineligible to run for president. That, that, that's that's the goal. And so uh, I just introduced you to the name Matt Whitaker. And if anybody out there doesn't know Matt Whitaker, I encourage people to look up Matt Whitaker. He's the former U.S. Attorney General. He's putting out some great content on this. Also, my good friend Cash Patel is putting out a lot of good information on this. So I would just say if you're looking for 
voices to go to and where you can hear the truth, I would recommend you go to Truth Social and look up Cash Patel or Matt Whitaker, and they're going to just give you kind of minute-by-minute updates. But uh, both Cash and Matt, they've we've been in touch, and they, they just want to get the message out there that, look, uh, the people involved in coming after President Donald J. Trump don't have the best of reputations previous to now. Right. Right. Exactly. It's absolutely crazy. So, you know, we know that President Trump is planning on coming back home to Mar-a-Lago after his stay in New York City. So this isn't something where we're going to see him be perp walked and be held in in handcuffs. Mm. Right. I mean, he's going to ask Matt that I asked Matt that and he could not give a definitive answer on that, you know, because this is all unprecedented territory. So will he be fingerprinted? That makes sense, but you have the Secret Service that's with him. Uh, will we need a, to do a mugshot of probably the most photographed man in America? I mean, the whole thing is completely. Uh, there's no precedent to it, and so what this. And some people who are optimistic on our side, April, they are saying, "Oh, this is great because this sets up a precedent that would allow us on the Patriot side to go after, you know, the people that are persecuting." Patriots, when Trump is in office, um, other people, uh, it's a lot of of theory there, but all I can say is the main people at the core, the characters at the core of this case are not the most credible people in the history of America. And uh, the entire case is is based upon Michael Cohen. uh, And everyone should just look up who he is and Stormy Daniels, and we should look up who she is. and, And maybe people can get an idea for how legitimate or not legitimate these charges may be. Right. I mean, all it's it's defied all logic anyways for it to have gotten to this far. Um, and so everybody who is familiar with um, this case, which I think most people are by now, um, you know, we'll have to have an update, I guess. I know you're close with the Trump family, you know, with with Eric yeah. Trump. What is their general um, feelings about all of this? Are they are they optimistic? Are they kind of feeling like, well, man, we can't catch a break? Or I'm going to reserve any of my man tears for off air, but I can say this. Um, Eric is just so kind and so resolved and so committed to his father. He just uh, exudes, uh, I don't know if it's pride or support for his father. He, he's uh, so uh, He's just cheering on his dad. He loves his dad. And there's just so much respect for his father there. That's all. That's I me. Mean, that's what you get from from Eric. And by the way, how many people think about if you're listening right now? How many people do you know who really love their father at that level? I mean, how many relationships do you know where the kids love their dad like that? I mean, it's just it's great to see that. Um, Laura yeah. Trump is just you know not going to relent. These are unapologetic patriots. So I would just say, mm-hmm. uh, from what I'm hearing from the, the Trump family, they they love their father. And the main thing is, you know, I had President Trump on the show. Uh, two weeks ago, and the purpose was to have a prayer call for him. You know, so I rounded up thousands of pastors, and the goal was to have the pastors be able to pray for him. And so, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer and I, and, and, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer and I, and, and I asked the question, "Sir, how can we pray for you?" And President Trump's response was, and I encourage everyone to go to Rumble, just type in "prayer call," you can hear it. His response was, "Well, don't pray for me, pray for our country." And again, wow. it's just, it's just that that sort of a mindset. Um, I really do think if I, if we're, we're watching kind of our modern version of General Washington, of George Washington, yeah. I mean, George Washington, you read the stories about his refusal to capitulate and to give in to uh, the, the Royal Army. 
and you read it and you read the book and you go, wow, that was many years ago. We're seeing it happen right now. I mean, we're seeing a historic moment. And I think President Trump is up to the call. He's he's uh, ready to go. And uh, our prayers and, and are with him right now. And I can just say I, that the Trump family is is uh, they're not giving in. I mean, how many people do you know that wouldn't cry or wouldn't be crying or would try to negotiate a way to get out of this situation? But yet uh, America's uh, poster child for entrepreneurship for the success, Donald, Donald J. Trump, he continues to refuse to capitulate and he's defying the woke mob. And I, I really am praying for him relentlessly. Absolutely. As we all should be. Um, thank you for that update. And I know we really need to explain to people what's happening with the central bank digital currency because, uh, mm. you know, everybody's concerned what's going to happen. Is my dollar devaluing? I mean, we know the answer to this, but um, Clay, if you could give us a lowdown on the latest with the CBDC. Yeah. I want everyone to write down this name. It's Lael Brainerd, L-A-E-L Brainerd, B-R-A-I-N-A-R-D, Lael Brainerd. She's the vice chair for the Federal Reserve. I'm going to play a little audio clip. I want people to listen to what she says. I think it will blow your mind. I'm pleased to join you at the FedNow Early Adopter Workshop. Together, we'll be ready to launch the FedNow service between May and July of 2023. What? This was, she said this on August 29th of 2022. And you know this because you're a well-known voice of the Patriot Movement. People always want to know dates. I'm not going to ever give you dates or speculate, but listen to what she just said. Service between May and July of 2023. The FedNow service will transform the way everyday payments are made throughout the economy, bringing substantial gains to households and businesses. Now, mind you, this is a career economist, a Federal Reserve governor who's been vocal about financial inclusion, whatever that means, and the risks of climate change. Listen to this. Through the ability to send instant payments at any time on any day, with funds immediately available. An all digital system gives- This is Catherine Austin Fitz explaining how this system would work. It's called FedNow. Available. An all digital system gives ultimately the people who control those central banks and the, and the banking system an ability to literally turn on and off your money if you don't do exactly what they say. And exactly what you say includes taxation without representation, healthcare mandates, and literally taking away your kids. CBDC. If that happens, we're done. Tucker Carlson describing, he says, if CBDCs happen, we're done. CBDC. If that happens, we're done. This is Augustin Carstens, who is um, he's a Mexican economist. He serves as the general manager of the Bank of International Settlements. That's like the central bank of central banks. So he was asked during an interview, can you explain how the CBDCs will work? This is what he says. Uh, A key difference with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also, we will have the technology to enforce that. If you are expelling too much carbon dioxide... This is Todd Callender explained to Jane Ruby last week, Dr. Jane Ruby. He hopped on. She says, well, can you explain to me how the CBDCs work? This is what he says. To enforce that. If you are expelling too much carbon dioxide because you went on a hike, it will be deducted you know, in your wallet because your body is your wallet. 
Right? This your body is your wallet. Part of the infrastructure that they were building, and Moderna actually admitted to, they were installing a hardware system with these shots. A British company has an idea that would let you ditch your wallet or purse. They're selling microchips. Now, now again, you could probably comment on this because you worked at mainstream media at a very mm-hmm. high level. The mainstream media personalities in mid markets like South Carolina, North Carolina. This is what they're saying on air. Listen to this. An idea that would let you ditch your wallet or purse. They're selling microchips to implant under your skin. The company Walletmore says the $300 chip is the size of a grain of rice. You'd most likely have it implanted in your hand. I would love this because I never know where my debit card is. <laughs> I mean, you're seeing these talking heads in April. I think a lot of people who haven't worked in the media like you have, they go, mm-hmm. how is it possible they would say this? And I know a lot of TV personalities that I've met over the years before COVID. And I know most of the personalities I've met, I'm not accusing you of this being in this group, but I've met a lot of personalities that just blindly read the teleprompter with no knowledge of what it means. But you're seeing major media outlets now promoting wallet more and this financial system that goes under your skin so that's what that means and april it's happening now yeah no it's it's this is right in line as well with what i'm seeing happen in the whole food stores and i think panera bread as well just this week announcing that you can pay with your palm and so you can scan your palm and they'll keep your biometric data in their systems to be able to purchase you know food um again these are all things that are incredibly terrible that they're happening. But Clay, what is the solution? I mean, if we don't want our money in our oh. banks to be part yeah. of this whole. <laughs> you know, the thing is, you know, uh, this is what's interesting. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur and a lot of times people ask me, you know, what's the solution? Uh, I'm going to give people some solutions right now, but I, I just want to be very clear. I didn't create this problem. So if someone out there listens today and you don't like my solution, because a lot of times I get attacked for my solutions because I'm a big facts guy and you know that. I love to share facts. Um, And then my solutions would be um, my my hypothesis of what could be the best solution. So I would just say, one is, do you have on your show a gold sponsor that you uh, currently, you know, recommend? Do you have somebody? Yeah. So I, I work with Kirk Elliott. Yes. Cool. So Kirk, yes. I've known, you know, I know many, many people in the Patriot movement who've worked with Kirk for over a decade who love him. So I would just say, A, if you're on the fence about scheduling a consultation with Kirk Elliott or whoever you trust, don't be on the fence, okay? Because yeah. you got to take action. Uh, Napoleon Hill, the best-selling author, the, the best-selling author that changed my life, Napoleon Hill, he once wrote that the, the, the time will never be just right. You must act now. He said action without, uh, he said, he said that Napoleon Hill wrote, action is the real measure of intelligence. And so we have to mm-hmm. act. And so Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all buying up the earth's gold. Why? That's 41% mm-hmm. of the earth's population. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, the BRICS nations, they're all buying up the earth's gold. That's 41% of the earth's population. Now you have Iran, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, they're teaming up. The BRICS nations are dramatically expanding. Russia and China have announced they're no longer going to be buying and selling oil using the U.S. dollar. They're going to be using the Chinese yuan and the Russian ruble. Brazil has now chimed in. They're not going to be using the U.S. dollar anymore. And now Saudi Arabia has announced, oh, by the way, they're dramatically cutting the amount of oil that they're going to export to us. So all of this is happening. So you got to go right now. Uh, do you have a w- website they need to go to, April? Is there yeah, a specific so site I'll put to? that right up. I'll put that right up for everybody. Yeah. You just uh, head over to Kirk Elliott's website and tell them April Moss sent you you 
But yeah. Clay, explain to people, okay, for those who have just not been paying attention and they're like, okay, yeah, I know I should call this gold guy, but, uh, you know, tell me really how is this going to affect my life when all of these countries pull well, away? Okay. Well, let me, let me explain this to you real quick here. Um, I, uh, am, I graduated high school in 1999. So someone out there can relate to this conversation. So, you know, we were listening to Coolio. This is pre-Christ now. Coolio. And we were listening to early gangster rap Snoop Dogg. And a lot of people my age thought it was cool to go to Mexico when they were 18 or 19 or 20 because you take your U.S. dollar down to Mexico and people wanted that U.S. dollar. So you could take one U.S. dollar and it almost had double the purchasing power. So it's almost like you could double what you could buy. You go down to Mexico, you live like a rock star for $100 a night back in 1999. You could stay in a sweet hotel, resort. I mean, you were you were balling and you were 18 and 19 and this is all pre-Christ. So people thought, wow, this is awesome. Okay. Um, now imagine that happened in reverse. Imagine you went down to Mexico and they go, uh, your dollar... You know, for your hotel, you know, you see normally you take a U.S. dollar and it was a $100 hotel and you got about $250 of value. You see, now I'm going to need 500 of your dollars for 250 of value. And yeah. you go, what? So all of a sudden we get third. I, I guess my verb. We get third worlded. You know, all of a sudden yeah. it's like a reverse of the third worlded. Another example would be uh, buddies of mine back in the day. I lived in Minnesota. Buddies of mine lived in Canada. Don't you know? And so in Canada, you go up to Canada and the Canadians are like, man, it's hard to do business with you Minnesotans because you guys in Minnesota, you know, we have to pay you in Canadian. So if you're charging me a thousand dollars a month to help me with my marketing and Canadian dollars, it's like thirteen hundred dollars. We're talking about mm -hmm. uh, at least a dramatic reversal of that role. So we're talking about uh, the complete devaluation of the U.S. dollar. So we're talking right. very expensive food. So actually, number one, schedule that appointment with Kirk Kelly at Two, yep. I recommend you stock up on food. What? Yeah, you see, this is the problem in a lot of third world countries. Food is expensive. So people who, you know, you want to go eat right now, we go, man, we have a problem in our country with uh, maybe maybe some of us, we overeat. Maybe, maybe I eat too much. Maybe I should eat less. Maybe we, you know, and third world countries, they're like, man, I want to eat something. All of a sudden you start mm -hmm. having third world problems. Like, hey, who gets to eat today? You know, because mm -hmm. the food is so expensive. The people can't afford to buy as much, so the grocery stores start shipping less food to their store. Therefore, the shelves are perpetually barren. Therefore, it creates this not a prosperity mindset, but it be, creates a it creates a poverty mindset where you're going yeah. down the aisle and you see somebody looking for bread, and you're going, "I might have to get that bread before they do because that's all the bread we got." And all of a sudden, it's this intensity when shopping. And if you've ever been to a third world country, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's like three cans of, of beans and there's four customers in line and people are kind of fighting over products. That's a real thing. So you need to stock up. I recommend my Patriot Supply. Do you have a, do you have a sponsor you recommend for food? Do you have a, I, a food sponsor? I love April Moss Superfoods because it's super healthy and it. it's shelf stable up to two do years. It. No, do that. My wife would approve it. April Moss Superfoods. Yeah. Do that. My wife would approve that. So just get yes. the organic stuff. April Moss Superfoods. And then the third thing, um, this is my little Bible for you here, folks. A lot of times in the Bible, we need to go to the Bible, not as a last resort, but our first resort. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 uh, goes like this. Read this, folks. Here we go. And that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. Here we go. That ye may walk honestly toward them that are without and that ye may have lack of nothing. 
But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. That ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one Comfort one another with these words. Uh, that's where it ends there. The first Thessalonians chapter four, verse 18. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So I just say, you, you got to get up in that Bible. So I'd read Daniel chapter two tonight. What? Daniel chapter two. I would read Luke chapter 21. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Luke chapter 21. I'd read Matthew chapter 24. I would do it. And I would read first Thessalonians chapter four. And then as a little sprinkle of blasty blast, I'd read at least Revelation chapter six. You know what's going on because we're living through it right yeah. now. So exciting yeah. times. Terrifying times, maybe a combination of both, but I appreciate you so much for letting me be here with you. Hopefully we've yeah, educated people. So much, and Matt Whitaker so much, and no, you're great. Sounds great. Okay, thank you for joining the show and we'll see you in May at the Reawaken America Tour in Miami. Do you want to do a quick plug for that? Yeah, I will say this. Uh, Matt Whitaker, Cash Patel, General Flynn, uh, Peter Navarro, Eric Trump, all these people that are close to President Trump will be there. And my whole thing is I want people not to hear what I think about what's going on. I want to share with people what is happening. So I've invited the President Trump's inner circle, and they're all going to be there. So this will be the biggest lineup of, of folks that we've had there. And then we have a lot of great people like uh, Mickey Willis, your friend and mine. He'll be there. Uh, we have Dr. Judy Mikevitz, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Peter McCullough, Jim Brewer. And again, you can get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. And as of right now, we have 398 tickets remaining as of April 3rd. You can get those tickets at Time to Free america.com it's miami florida it's trump doral and you can name your price i don't want anybody to be turned away because you can't afford a ticket you can name your price those tickets are available at time to free america.com and again matt whitaker and cash patel these are the guys that will be voices to listen to in the coming weeks and months because they know what is actually happening there as, as, as relates to the president trump illegal situation but again get those tickets at time to free america.com all right. Thank you so much, Clay. Take care and God bless.